Hold on, you won the funniest black comic in San Diego yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was a landslide. It wasn't even like <laughs> close. It wasn't like, well, how'd the white guy win? They go, he better win. You know what I mean? <laughs> he better, something's wrong here. <laughs> you gentrified black comic. But- <laughs> hey, let me tell you what you're about to watch. I got some comic friends meeting me and we're all bringing our most offensive jokes the ones that divide a crowd, the ones that get booze, not laughs. But we believe there's still some funny in there, and we're gonna find it. I'm Andrew Schultz, and this is Inside Jokes. It was weird, I had two different worlds. I had the, the comedy store world, the mainstream guys. Yeah. Then I had the hood guys, yeah. and I remember, you know, Nick Cannon was always at the black spots. Yeah, they, they used to call me and Nick Piekowski and Kobe because we'd go to L.A. together from San Diego. Right, right. And then come back down, and I was, I was with Nick when he got discovered at um, the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition in '98. Nick got discovered via stand-up. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. He was. He was. He was, was young he guy. funny? He was. You know, he's a teenager. Here's a funny story about Nick. He had a rap group called The Bomb Squad. D-A, The Bomb Squad. Right, right. When I met him, it was when I was, I met his manager because I signed up for the Funniest Black Comedian in San Diego contest. <laughs> right? They didn't know I wasn't black, so I got there. Because it was like a radio call. Well, that's Gary. Yeah. Well, there was a radio station called Z90. So I heard on the radio, and I said, ooh. So I called in, yeah. entered, got there. And granted, San Diego was a radio show, so it wasn't like they scoured the city. Yeah. yeah. It was guys that just signed up. And it was brutal. I mean, it was probably the easiest competition I've ever won. I was like, nobody was funny. Hold on, you won the funniest black comic in San Diego yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was a landslide. It wasn't even like <laughs> close. It wasn't like, well, how'd the white guy win? They go, he better win. You know what I mean? <laughs> he better, something's wrong here. <laughs> you gentrified black comic. But- <laughs> But there was a uh, shit. You're the Caitlyn Jenner of black comedy. Caitlyn Jenner. Remember when Carl Malone of comedy man? No, when she won. <laughs> when she won Woman of the Year. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro, this is hilarious. Okay, go on. So Nick had a manager called his name was Samir Toma. Okay, and he said, "Hey, man, I got this rap group down here," and he gave me one of their CDs, right? And it was I never had Nick and this other guy who basically is like Brian Dunkelman. With Ryan Seacrest. Oh, Because where's he at? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got to be looking at Nick like, man, fuck, wow, man. There's no way he's looking at it happy for a Nick. He was out. Right. But I, uh, I was, at this point, I was coming back and forth from L.A. I was trying to get my name out there. And Magic Johnson saw me one night on stage. And he pulls me aside and he goes, hey, I got this talk show. I'm going to bring you in and try to be my sidekick. The Magic Hour. Right? So I was like, Yeah. He goes, uh, his, no, his, I'm sorry, his assistant came to me first okay. and said, I'm going to bring Magic to come see you, but I need like a highlight reel to show him. This is when VHS was in. Yeah. So I'm renting this room on San Diego State's campus, and Samir comes over with, we call him Sam. Sam comes over with Nick, right? And we're, we're dubbing this for Magic. Me. And Nick literally goes, I think I want to do stand-up. And I go, you should, man. You got a good personality. You should. And... Next thing you know, there was a there was a place called Mr. O's, which is a nightclub, and they do comedy on Wednesdays or Thursdays. So Nick would start showing for Mr. O's, but I remember Nick's first couple times on stage, he was doing other people's jokes. Really? But he didn't know any better. I went up to him. I said, Nick, uh, that's someone's joke from comedy. He goes, Yeah, I saw it last night. I thought it was funny. 
I just didn't know, right? So we weren't like he stole it like I'm a joke thief. He literally was like this. I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to watch stand-up. At one point, I think he did the Eddie Murphy ice cream jokes. No. <laughs> I want to say he did at one point. But he just didn't know. He didn't know better. It was innocent. He There's was 17. A, bro, I was in Copenhagen, and uh, I was doing shows out there, and they were telling me when comedy first came to Copenhagen, they were just doing American comics acts. And there was a guy in Copenhagen that had to go to a guy from another city in Denmark and say, um, he was like, he's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm the Carlin guy. The Carlin? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, those are mine. Those are mine. I, yeah, I do Carlin. I do. I'm Copenhagen Carlin. So <laughs> they were like Michael yeah, Bolton. Bro, Everything just, just <laughs> karaoke comics. Real talk. So, wow. Okay, so 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 you start Nick in comedy, essentially, but you get this tape together in Magic. We, and then Magic comes to see me at okay. the comedy store in L.A. Uh, on Tuesday night, which is Guy Tory's Fat Tuesday. That's the black night. Right, right, right. right, right. So he comes, and we, we talk. They, I, we set up a meeting. I go meet with him at his office. And then uh, they basically came, uh, Craig Shoemaker got the job. And they told me, they go, the networks just have no idea who you are. And they want an, they want a seasoned comic because Magic's not a seasoned host. Right. So I, I didn't get it. But it was still, to this day, me and Magic, we're still cool because of it. Really? And uh, I don't have his number or anything. But when we're out, like, it's, you know. Dap him up. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. He's got some free time now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Nick... He started to he started to get better, okay, and he was so clean. You, so you tell him not to steal people's jokes. I told him, you, no, you got to do your own jokes. You got to do your own jokes. Yeah. And what is his reaction to that when you explain how comedy? No, works? just looking. He's like, oh, like he's just like taking it in, like oh, almost like okay, I got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, I know what's going on now, right? Because I remember we were in the parking lot of Mr. O's right there in front. Because Mr. O's on the second floor, we was down in the parking lot, yeah. and we, you know, like comics do after the show, it was like yeah. four of us talking. Yeah. And I said, Nick, man, that is a uh, let's just make a you know that's earthquakes joke from yeah. comedy. He goes, yeah, yeah, I saw it last night. It was good. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, so he had he was working out new jokes, right. but and then he, he was, thought it was like music where you can kind of perform someone else's song, like yeah. He didn't know, right, so it's right. not. It was innocent, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he started to get. He had a. He had a. He had a good five minutes, like silent. That's all. That's all the time he was getting, and he was clean. And I remember his jokes to this day. It was one was about a field trip to Mexico, and they had the the thing where you pull and it makes the different different animal noises. Cow. Yeah. He goes, but my mom bought me like a Mexican one, so the cow would be like la vaca instead of moo la vaca. He goes so. I was I was always it was some joke about he wasn't the brightest in school because they they thought he was slow or something because they said what what noise does a cow make he was like la baca yeah 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 but yeah he had some funny bits man Um, not that one but not that one I didn't tell it right (laughs) but you know he's a good looking young guy yeah he's clean yeah and we go up to he's the savvy industrious from the beginning yeah well he was already rapping he was already on stage right 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 he opened up at like fifteen for Outcast and at the San Diego State Fair or something okay. So we go up to Oakland for the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition, and I just I I remember watching him yeah. and looking out at the judges because the judges were real industry people were getting deals out of that back in the day, and uh, I saw him I was like oh they really like him and then he got the warm up job from all that after that right and then he got on all that all of that the fucking Nickelodeon yeah. show was it yeah that's yeah. where he got on and he was there. Yeah, I was there when um I got like I was there when I saw people like when it would happen. I was there when Gabriel did Montreal. Real quick, 
you were coming up at a time, and, and I'm after you, right? So I'm mm. the first generation of comics that feels like there wasn't this, you get on stage, someone sees you, and then you have a deal. Right. Did you feel like that was happening at your time? Yeah. Like one show, one night could change your career. Yeah. Yeah. Right? When I first got to LA? Yeah. So everybody that would go on. You're getting their A shit. But they did this. It was verbatim. It was, it was a knew five, what they ten minute act. This was like, hey, yeah. this is my sitcom. I put this together. Is it and then work? every time someone would do bad, they do the whole, I don't give a shit. I'm just working shit out. I was like, well, I do. I care. <laughs> I'm trying to get on TV. So that's you know? what everybody was obsessed. So did comedy kind of suck because of it, you think? Um, it wasn't like... Was it you get less jaded. authentic in a yeah, way? You, 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 it, was, it was cutthroat, I think. I don't think it was as supportive. Right. Because you were just like, you weren't rooting. I guarantee you this. There wasn't too many people rooting for you. When they saw a network exec in the audience and you were like, there was literally comics like, they might smile on your face, but I, you, know, like, you could tell the energy was off, man. Right. Anytime someone comes see you, you know, I had, um, I had Jamie Foxx come see me one night, and that's how I got the movie held up. Like, afterwards, he's just in the lobby, he goes, dog, next week I get a call, hey, come to the house, hang out. So really? I hung out with Jamie. That summer 98 was my summer to get it out of my system. Like, I lived, I, I lived the Hollywood lifestyle. This is before you're partying married. with Jamie Foxx. Okay, okay. I'm Keep freaking. Going. I'm. I was living with a drug dealer. Didn't know it. He's got life in prison now. Really? He's who? still my boy. You know? Can he, you say who? Well, his name was Face. Oh, okay. As yeah. everybody called him. Like my that first year in L.A. Yeah, like banging bitches everywhere, and I'm I'm just I was obsessed with like fucking around with girls on TV. Wait, you want to fuck me for TV pussy? Like, I just want a TV girl. I, I wasn't even like, fuck, I just want to kiss everybody. Who'd you? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, hey, I kissed, uh, I kissed Lark Voorhees. The black girl saved my bell. I just tongued her down, man. It was awesome. <laughs> Gary, you would take down the one black chick and save by the bell. <laughs> and then who was the one? Who else? Who else who you take down? We, we went on a, I didn't take down, but we went on a couple dates, and uh, and she passed away. It was so sad. It was a girl from Family Matters. She was uh, she was Urkel's girlfriend on Family Matters. And I think Darius was dating her. I don't remember this girl. Like we went on a couple dates, really, like, real dates. All black I, chicks. All black chicks. All yeah. we've been into black chicks. Always. Ever sleep with a white girl? Once. Ninety six. <laughs> yeah, she started comedy met her at, after. Met her at a TGI Fridays. Wait, really? You've only slept with one white girl. One white girl in your whole life. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. You're about this. About this life. You're about this life. <laughs>